Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Paul Brennan, PGA professional with Believe in Tennessee Golf here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Our show is a breakdown of all things golf in the volunteer state. We will cover men's and women's golf tournaments, professional amateur events, and dive into junior golf as well. We'll talk to the players, the instructors, and the organizers. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us on your favorite directories, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminaire, and TuneIn. You can find us on at Believe.com or at Believe Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at pbrandon21 or on Twitter at QIC underscore golf pro. So again, golf is back in session. We're seeing events. We had the Charles Wild played this week. Amazing playoff finish. Again, just shows you really why you need to work on those short putts and going back to our putting drills that we talked over the series. But getting away from the PGA Tour and staying in the state of Tennessee. I am going to announce my interview today. It is with Miss Allie Knight, who shot the 58 last week at Dandridge. We'll get back to her in a second. We're going to go ahead and cover some SNEDS events. Uh, again, just a little teaser there, having Miss 58 on today. But so, snedstour.org, check it out, see where the kids are playing, how they're doing. But since last week, we've had terms at Harrison Bay in Chattanooga, Paris Landing in West Tennessee, Perry. Paris, Two Rivers in the Nashville area, Willow Springs in the Knoxville, Golden Eagle, Crossville, Aguani Farms up near Knoxville, Old Natchez in the Mid-State, Springbrook, the Virginian, Creeks Bend, Quail Ridge, Champions Run, Foxton, Willowbrook, and Windyke. So again, snedstour.org to check out where they're playing. Season will end mid-July, so if you're looking for an event to play in, jump on there real quick and get registered. Going to the Pro-Am Series, going to Memphis at Tunicle, Mike Vance shooting 65, coming in first, Brian Wood coming in second, and Rafe Quarter coming in third. Moving over to Tri-Cities at Warriors Path, Chris Wood shoots a 70, Brian Bentley coming in second. Nashville at Montgomery Bell, guys, we're going low out there. Lauren Personette shoots a 66, Audie Johnson shoots a 68, Bill Breen tying for second with Audie with a 68 as well. Switching back to Knoxville, leading up to my upcoming interview at Patriot Hills, Miss Allie Knight follows her 58 up with a 63, winning back-to-back weeks. Braxton Hunter knocking at the door with a 65. And Casey Flanagan always steady coming in at the 66. So there's your top two or three from your Pro-Am series. Again, everybody's got one coming up next week. Chattanooga is off, so Jump on the schedules, uh, golfhousetennessee.org. You can see all the upcoming schedules for your local areas and jump in. So, again, I reached out to Miss Allie after shooting the 58. Congratulate her on that. Asked her, begged her, pleaded, got her on. Lucky me. But able to bring her into the show. Guys, girls, let me go ahead and switch over to that interview. All right, first of all, everyone, let me welcome Allie Knight on the show. So last week she was the title of my podcast how low can you go answer being 58 so Allie welcome aboard hey glad to be here so yeah. give us a little run round run down again here I am just throwing you into the world shooting 58 again last week and I already know you shot this week but we'll talk about that in a little bit but so 
Where did you grow up? How did how did you get to be in Knoxville, Tennessee, shooting these kind of scores, and and we'll even go into where you're playing currently. But how did you get here? Where did you grow up? Yeah, um, I grew up in Knoxville. Actually, um, grew up here and played middle school golf at West Valley, and uh, then went on to Bearden High School. Um, played there all four years, and, and graduated in 2011 from there. So I've, I've lived here my whole life, played at, grew up at Green Meadow Country Club, that's where we were members, and uh, p- played up there until I went off to college, um, to, at Middle Tennessee State is where I went, and um, so yeah, Knoxville native, my whole life I've been here. So Green Meadow, that's where Scott Wilson's at, right? Yeah, yep. Perfect. Yep. I've known Scotty for a long time. Yeah, he's a great guy. So when did you get your passion for it? it? You know, obviously you said you started playing in middle school, but did you play before then? Is that when the bug bit you? What what got you involved in the game? Yeah, really. Um, I mean, I started when at the age of six. Um, it was really my dad who got me into it, and he really kind of – he just kind of pushed me, honestly. He pushed me and just kept on telling me to play and um, really taught me, you know, starting out taught me and – um, yeah, I just, just kept on playing, you know. So, yeah, it was, you know, I'm blessed that he kept pushing me because there was at times when I didn't want to, you know, go play. And I liked basketball and other sports and wanted to play those. But, you know, he was always thought golf, you can play for your whole life and, it, you know, going to have the most rewards out of it. And um, so, yeah, my dad. So at what point did you finally beat your dad, or have you have you beat him yet? Yeah, I would say maybe around in, in high school we were real, we were pretty competitive there. We were, and then um, I think in college I kind of started started moving up, and he started working more and didn't get out as much since I was away at school. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into the the junior golf side of it, you know, you started at six. Your dad got you into the love of the game. But when did you start competing? Did you play the local events? Did you travel a little bit? So what was going on there? Yeah, I mean, I started competing pretty young, 9, 10, just playing in the little tours around here. I guess it would be SNED tours now. I'm not even sure what it was then. There was like AAJGT, and then I did AJGAs, obviously, when I got a little bit older. Um, But I just kind of played, played in all that, played, you know, just, even in the U.S. Kids, played in those tournaments, the U.S. Kids World Championship. I qualified for that a couple of years in a row when I was like 12 and 13. Um, so I've just I've always been competing since you know at a pretty young age. So when you qualified for the the, the worlds and juniors, where where did you get to go play in those events? Um, it was over in um, I want to say Kiowa. There was a I can't it was so long ago I don't even really <laughs> remember really all that well um, I never really did that well in the actual tournament but I know I qualified yeah so we got to seize the table qualified for worlds now who did uh, you compete against Are there any standout names ring a bell um growing up I mean just the only people that I remember that stood out were kids that were from around this area from back then I don't really remember any of the other bigger names. 
Um, and even it was some of the boys like Corey Webb who played at UT Chattanooga. He's kind of one that I'm remembering right now. Um, that's all I can really recall. Okay. So yeah. playing in a junior events, got into high school. So how did you compete in high school? Were you beating the boys quite a bit? Were you playing all-girl events? I know we grew up, Rachel Thompson, she played in a lot of the boys' events against us uh, for school matches just because there weren't enough girls to feel a team on her side. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, we had a – we had – there was another girl on our team, uh, Kelly Pemberton. She ended up playing at Carson Newman. So we always had – I always had her, and so that was always good. So I made it to the state every year, all four years, um, at least as an individual. I know we made it as a team, I think, my senior year and some other couple couple years as well. Um, my senior year, I got runner-up. Um, I lost Kendall Martindale. She went to Van- Vanderbilt, and she was my same year, so I always was trying to compete against her. And uh, so I had, you know, and being in the biggest AAA, you know, Bearden High School is in that biggest uh, class, conference, whatever you call it now. Um, so it was, I had some tough competition playing against her. So I did get runner-up, though, which was which was nice. And um, I think our team got runner-up as well. Um, so I never really played, I didn't have to play in many uh, boys' events because we had that, we had a girls' team. And uh, um, we did pretty well in Knoxville. We, Farragut had a, no, a good team as well that had some good players um, that went on to like to Larry Hughes that played at UT and some other some other girls. So we, it was always pretty competitive. It seemed like very competitive. My my class while I was in high school. Yep. All right. So we moved through high school. We started looking at colleges. Uh, how'd you land at MTSU? What made you come to the mid state? Well, um, really, it was it just ended up being my best option. And Coach Adams, she was just so awesome and was coming out and watching. And I think, you know, I had Belmont was kind of looking at me and Austin P And NTSU just seemed like my best option. It was Division One and a big school. And, um, you know, I just kind of ended up doing that, and which was just such a great fit for me. And uh, I got to play in practically every single college tournament that we played in. And we had a good, great team. Um, my senior year, we won conference for the first time in, in, in school history for the women's team. So that was so cool. And uh got to go to NCAA regionals. And just that whole, my whole senior spring last semester was just, such an awesome experience, um, just getting to do that and go to regions. And we we had a tournament in Hawaii, probably one of my favorite memories, getting to go golf in Hawaii. And and, um, and then that winning conference was just so cool. And then I won, a, I won an event individually. Um, and that was the 2015 Kansas shootout, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, awesome. So that was really neat, and that was – I'd actually, me and another teammate, we tied, and I beat her in a playoff. Um, so that was that was exciting, and 
it's kind of bittersweet because it was my teammate, you know, having to play her in a playoff, but it was still pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, y'all won six tournaments while you were there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, I'd say that's about right, yeah. Okay. All right. So worked your way through college and then on to LPGA, Symmetra Tour. What what made you decide to do that? What After college, why did you say, yeah, I still got enough game to try this? What, what, what was going on with that? Well, you know, just kind of, you know, the thought of if I'm going to try and, and, and go and play professionally, you know, I got to do it now, you know, and not, no, I, you know, it's just like the time is right. I might as well go and just try and, and see, see if I can make it. And so after I graduated in 2015, I went to, uh, the qualifying series, um, that August and, um, it's, you know, three stages and, um, I got all the way to the third stage, um, and got full status for the 2016 season. And um, basically, I've just been kind of trying to play on that ever for the past five years. Um, I kind of lost a little bit of status um, two years ago. I, I had to go back to first stage, and I didn't make it through. And um, so I, I kind of had limited status last year because of that. Um, but then last August when I went, I made it back to second stage, so I got a little bit better status for this year. Um, now this year's on pause. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing counts. And um, so everything for 2020 is basically it's on pause and nothing, no no qualifying score or anything like that. And um so 2021 is unfortunate. But, yeah, I saw the, what, mid-July, the LPGA is going to try and come back on um, some temporary status then? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's uh, mid-July. I think there's, like, about eight tournaments on the schedule right now, um, and it's still preliminary, um, and, and it's it doesn't count towards really anything. I think if you win, you can get, you know, I could improve on my status if I won. But there's no um, tour cards given out or anything like that this year. Okay. So, obviously, we talked about what you shot last week, and, and you will dive into I know you just got the course today, but we'll, we'll forecast on that a little bit. So, tell me about your strengths. What? Why are you competing at such a great level now? How are you able to work your way up all the way through? What, what have always been your strengths, and how do you work on those? What do you maintain about those? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would definitely say one of my strengths is just being off the tee, my driver off the tee. It's what everyone says is like, gosh, do you ever miss a fairway? Like, I get that all the time. Um, as far as working on it, just on the range, hitting balls, if it, you know, if I ever kind of start getting crooked and making sure I'm not getting too technical I think, I, you know, you can get this game is so mental and just, you know, making sure I'm seeing it, you know, and see it and feeling it, that draw, because that's kind of what my go-to is, just hitting a little draw off the tee. Um, that and then definitely putting is just such a game changer for me. When I'm putting good, when I'm I'm usually shooting way better and scoring a lot better compared to when I'm not, and that's... It's just so, you know, back and forth roller coaster sometimes with putting. Like, you never know. It's it's so mental. And honestly, the 
the best thing I do with that is just using, I, I use this yardstick ruler drill. I put it down on the green for three footers and put on that. And I do that almost every day, this, uh, this ruler drill. And it, it just gives me so much confidence seeing it in the hole. And I know if I can get it started on the right line, then usually I'm putting pretty good if my speed's good, too. Okay. Um, yeah. So who have you worked with? Uh, who is your coach? Who's your go-to uh, instructor? It is uh, Jake Reeves. Jake Reeves, he's at uh, Fox Den. He's he's really transformed my swing and just got it so much better. Um, I grew up going to Randy Wiley at Holston Hills. Um, all the way into um, college, all the way through college, actually. And then in the last few years, um, three, four years, I started seeing Jake. Um, and that was just kind of icing on the cake. You know, I'd say, like, Randy really formed my swing and and got it all um, fundamentally correct. And then kind of Jake came in there and tweaked it and, you know, made it even better. Um, and then I've had... Even some other people like Byron Williams at Fairways, he's helped me so much. Just he's caddied with me, you know, been he caddied for me a lot last year, and he's kind of been more, I would say, like an on-course um, coach in a way, and, and just really helping me and looking at my game and saying, you really need to improve on this, and, and being able to pinpoint that and help me see some of that stuff that I haven't seen. So yeah. So you got a little bit of a who's who of all the instructors there in Knoxville. Touched them all, it sounds like. Yeah, I really have, yeah. Um, you know, but that sometimes, you know, just learning from everybody, you know, because everybody teaches a little bit different, and, you know, it, it helps just to see different perceptions on, on things, for sure. So now let's shift gears a little bit. What got you into teaching? We, we understand why you're a player, hitting a lot of fairways, making some putts. Um, but what got you into teaching and, and actually opening your own academy, if I'm correct? Yeah, um, they pretty much, I started so two years ago when I kind of lost my status there a little bit on the Symmetra Tour. Um, I was friends with a guy, uh, Cody Cable, at Tennessee National, the head pro there. And he said, hey, if you ever want to come, you want a job and you want to work out here, you're more than welcome to. And so I was kind of like, all right, I guess I'll I'll try that out. So I started kind of working there a little bit, and um, he he offered he said, hey, you know, you can you can give lessons out here if you want to. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's a great idea. I, that's that's awesome. And so I started giving some lessons, and then I was thinking, like, man, I should get my PGA. I should start in the PGA program. Like, this is a great backup plan, kind of. If if golfing, you know, if it doesn't work, I can always go back and have this PGA and, you know, because I've been doing golf my whole life. Like, it's, you know, just I'd never want to do anything else, you know. And so I started teaching there some, and I just, I, I really loved it. It was just such a payoff, like, helping someone and, like, see them improve. And it was just so cool. And to feel like I'm giving back some from what, you know, I've learned so much from, from golf because golf just relates so much in life I feel like in so many different ways and to just teach that and give that back to some people it just is just so rewarding and um so after so after this um 
this winter I was kind of just wanted to get straight into teaching because I liked it so much. And so um, the guy at Dead Horse, Trey Parker, um, offered, you know, told me I could start giving lessons out there if I wanted to. And I was like, so I just took that opportunity and I've kind of just started my own little teaching business out there. And it's, you know, just in the works, just getting started. Um, but it, it's getting better. And then I also at um, Beverly Park, I've they've, they've allowed me to also start giving lessons there as well. So um, just kind of doing both. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. I love it. So go ahead and give a shout out for your uh, website real quick so everybody know how to get a hold of you in the Knoxville area. Yeah, it's um, AllieKnightGolf.com. Um, A-L-L-I-E-K-N-I-G-H-T golf.com where you can go on there and see my prices and my contact information and and all that. So, And I give lessons at Beverly Park and Dead Horse, like I said. And, um, yeah. yeah. Perfect. So now with 2020 being, like you said, basically on pause, uh, I know you're playing some of the pro-ams. Uh, I've recorded, reported on your scores last couple of weeks. But what are your goals for 2020, and what are you trying to carry over to 2021 when you can get back out and, and we get to some sort of normal? Right, yeah, just kind of just really trying to maintain, you know, and, and just stay at it and always trying to improve short game. You know, that's just an ongoing thing. And, try, you know, distance, always trying to get my distance longer because it's just it's just getting such longer and longer for everyone. and. So working on a few things in my swing to try to hopefully increase that. Um, those are really, like, my goals for swing-wise. And, you know, I'm just kind of playing in these local events around here. And um, hopefully I can play in some of the Symmetra events. But, yeah, just kind of maintaining everything as best as I can. And so you mentioned playing in Hawaii as your memory. Is that your best memory, or is there something with your dad there? Which What's your greatest golf memory of your career so far? Um, Yeah, I, I would probably say us winning conference as a team and just, like, running out on that green, on the 18th green, and you know, with all my teammates. And it's just I loved our, our golf team, and we had such a good time, and that's, that's got to be by far like just my best memory putting on that this shirt and holding the trophy up and it, it was it was awesome perfect so again everybody you can reach her at alleynightgolf.com look at her website see what's going on check out some pricing get some lessons and go from there so again i want to thank Allie knight coming on with us talking having great insight on that shooting the score she's shooting again shooting 5863 um i just want to talk about how humble and laid back she was in that whole conversation as you can hear if i've just shot 5863 i'm screaming it from the mountain i'm emailing everybody i'm handing out business cards and flyers but anyway that's just me um but no i just again thank you Allie, so much for coming on um uh, again, golf is back in. We're seeing live golf on TV. We're playing the Pro-Am Series. We've got uh, SNED's tour going like crazy. We've got the Tennessee PGA event coming up in a couple of weeks. Actually, at Allie's home golf course here, Green Meadows, Scott Wilson's, uh, the 
the Pro-Am series uh, for the Foothills Invitational. So get out, play some golf, have fun, shoot your best scores possible, and I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks so much. Have fun. Play well. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.